As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2019, and this is it. Our final episode ha happens to coincide with the year of release of a Star Wars movie, at least for now. <laughs> and this one is going to be about the rise of Skywalker and family themes and dynamics driving this movie. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So here we are with The Rise of Skywalker and boy oh boy, as opposed to the last couple of movies we've talked about where Family Dynamics doesn't seem to drive the plot details of what's happening, man this one <laughs> is pretty much all driven by family stuff. First of all, let's talk about Emperor Palpatine luring Kylo Ren to Exegol. And I know, yeah, it looks different on screen, but you cannot convince me that in the galaxy far, far away that Emperor Palpatine didn't know exactly what he was doing and that if he didn't want Kylo Ren to know about him, Kylo Ren would not know about him until Palpatine was ready for his presence to be known, right? I mean, the dead speak! So yeah, there you go. It's absolutely engineered by him. And he takes this opportunity to tell Kylo Ren that Rey is not who she seems. So. It does raise the question, I suppose, of how that interaction between Kylo Ren and Rey happened on the Supremacy in The Last Jedi, where you know he said to her, you know what the truth is, just go ahead, say it, say it. Like, did Kylo Ren actually know, or was he in her head somehow? Maybe he, it was one of those situations where, as a young girl, Rey didn't know, just thought that her parents were junk traders on Jakku because, you know, that's all a five-year-old girl knew before her parents were gone in some fashion or that her parents' ship was gone in some fashion. And Kylo Ren only knew this because of the, you know, mind connection that he had with her, which was enabled by Snoke, but also part of his mind invasion that happened in The Force Awakens too. So he gets the truth about Rey's parental situation at that moment, which is, again, when Palpatine wants him to know it. But like any good Sith apprentice, and yes, I know Kylo Ren is not a Sith, but, you know, he's acting like one in a way, he has other plans in mind, and he's gonna find a way to overthrow this other Sith guy, and so he gets his mind connection with Rey on again and tells her that... The next time he offers his hand to her, that she darn well better take it. So instead of delivering Rey to Palpatine or killing her as Palpatine wants him to do, 
he wants to ally with her, but ally with her on the dark side of the Force, and ultimately overthrow Palpatine. Very Sith way of approaching things. And of course, <laughs> that effort does not work. In fact, Rey essentially kills Kylo Ren and then saves him, demonstrating that she is the stronger of the two in the Force. Emperor Palpatine is all about that strength, so when Rey arrives, it's like, hey Rey, glad you're here. It's like Kylo Ren had nothing to do with this whole situation. Again, that's Palpatine's deal. And Palpatine has certainly learned something in the intervening decades because instead of encouraging initially for his acolytes to strike him down, he's like, I got tons of power for you. Like, you can do it this way. And he offers to Rey the chance to be the Sith Empress, which, of course, she's not going to have any part of. So instead, he's like, all right, fine, kill me instead, <laughs> which is the same thing that he offered to Luke. And like, all right, so this, you know, new thing didn't work. Let's go back to the old thing. Like, strike me down. But guess what? <laughs> I'm going to take your body over and be all nice and refreshed. It's fabulous. But the only way to save your friends is to do that. That's the part that he didn't offer Luke. Is like, strike me down and you can save your friends. Nope, you're watching your friends all die. Like, use that anger to strike me down. It's great. There's nothing about Luke saving friends in that whole business. So yeah, Palpatine has clearly learned a lesson or two. But as we learn in the original trilogy, a, blood does not determine your destiny. Luke Skywalker does not take Vader's place at the Emperor's side, and Rey will not follow in her grandfather's footsteps one way or the other. And B, it's about choosing the family that you want to identify with. And in this particular case, Rey chooses to identify with the Skywalker family, just like Luke decides that he is going to redeem his family's name and go back to the way that it was sort of. <laughs> and so there you go. Uh, most of the family dynamic stuff from The Rise of Skywalker. There is one particular thing that has been discussed and debated that I haven't talked about yet and that has nothing to do with the whole Skywalker saga business, but it's worth exploring and I will do that after the break. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Razor, I've made some changes to the asteroid belt level at patreon.com slash SW7X7 and they are all with sponsors in mind. So if you want to get the word out about your business, your product, your service to a dedicated Star Wars audience, then please check out patreon.com slash SW7X7 and look for the asteroid belt level for details. Again, that's patreon.com slash SW7X7. Welcome back. So, the other family thing that has nothing to do with the Skywalkers is the family thing between Lando and Janna, or at least the supposed, the hypothesized, the debated possibility that Janna is Lando's daughter. Let's set the record straight. It has not been officially confirmed that she is Lando's daughter. This is just rumor and speculation at this point. However, there are some bits of information that are shared in the Rise of Skywalker Visual Dictionary that certainly strongly hint at the possibility, or at least give enough information where you can't rule out the possibility. In specific, we know from the Visual Dictionary that Lando had a daughter and this daughter was born 21 years prior to the events of The Force Awakens. And the way they mark time in there is with the Starkiller incident, as in Starkiller base firing on a Hosnian Prime. So it's either before Starkiller incident or after Starkiller incident. So 
21 BSI is when Lando's daughter is born, and two years later, the infant daughter vanishes. And the Visual Dictionary says that the First Order was targeting former Rebellion heroes, and so it is clearly stated that it is the First Order responsible for the kidnapping of his infant daughter. Now, that means that when we see Lando in The Rise of Skywalker, his daughter would be 22 years of age. And the description for Janna in the Visual Dictionary only gives her age as quote-unquote early 20s based on standard galactic years. So, she's in the range and she was part of the First Order, and we know the First Order kidnaps infants, so she was certainly one of those. And that's as far as you get. So there is enough building block information to suggest that, yeah, she certainly could be, but nothing has been officially confirmed as of yet. And there you go. That is going to do it for our conversations about the rise of Skywalker and family dynamics driving the movie. And that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.